Hello, everybody. Welcome to my podcast over at Archives. My name is Jasmine, if you don't know already. And we're checking out some new setups here, you guys. This is a new setup. Let me know if you guys like it. I am kind of just trying something new out because I, I don't know. I, I want to and I feel like I can. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Okay, so I have my phone here and we have our lovely little topics for this week. We have two topics and then we're also going to go through obviously what we're over. If you guys don't know, this is over archives where we just talk about simple life of 20-somethings and kind of everybody's different struggles and oh, there's a hair on my mic that is very much jasmine if there's hair if there's not hair anywhere i was not there um because for some reason my hair extensions they just love to leave little trails maybe because i go like this all the time so yeah um so yeah so we have a couple things that we're going to talk about i am lifting the veil and we are getting into it first one i want to talk about is black men don't date their race in la Fight me on it like actually fight me on it because I have not seen I haven't seen one black man date within the race and if they do at some point they break up and then they go to the other side like tell me I'm wrong tell me I'm wrong because I I want to be proven wrong honestly like tell me I'm wrong because I have not at least for me maybe in the areas that I go in they're not going for girls like me and maybe because I'm a thicker girl but they're not going for girls that look like me or whatever and that's fine because I'm not looking for them but maybe I'm not looking for them either because they weren't looking for me and they just kept giving me reasons not to so yeah black men don't date in their race in LA and I only say that because it's from personal experience obviously I okay I'm about to like put myself on blast but my typical type which people probably think is so insane I go for more of like the Middle Eastern type which is very interesting but yes I go for the Middle Eastern type but I I have been open and optimistic just because I I'm attracted to a certain type doesn't mean that's the only thing I'm attracted to and I feel like some of my friends I sometimes think like if I say oh I'm really into Middle Eastern men blah 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 they think that's like my end-all be-all and that's absolutely wrong like I am very open and optimistic to so many different races religions yeah like I, I don't have it's just like I have some core values that I don't even really tell my friends I have core values that I require and I've noticed that some of my friends who are in relationships have kind of looked down on me almost or at least it feels like they look down on me because they want me to be happy with a man or whatever and it's like I don't think they understand that like yeah it would be nice to be with a guy but I'm not in a rush because I've come so far from my previous state to being so happy with where I am currently in my life and being able to be alone and being able to have those moments in my 20s 
to, you know, just have fun if I want to have fun or be in my home alone if I want to be home alone. You know, sometimes I do say to them, though, like, oh, I would love a man, blah, blah, blah. But I don't need one. Like it if it comes about, then that's awesome. That would just make me very happy. But I'm already really content with not having to I don't know I guess it it gets a little tricky because it's like yeah obviously I would love a guy like all of my friends are in relationships why wouldn't I want to be in a relationship too but I'm also not rushing myself because I'm really happy where I am and I'm really just I'm still figuring out what I do and don't like and I've only recently started to go back out into the dating world after two and a half years of me like not really dating outside of like who I was with at the time so yeah back to black men don't date they're raised in LA I like I haven't actually seen for me in my whole life not one black man has come up to me has made an effort to do something nice for me like open a fucking door um like nothing and I think it's really upsetting and I think it's really sad and I'm not trying to bash you know all the black men in the world but it's just like do better babe and it's also also though it's super hard in LA being such a major diverse city we have a lot of a lot of the influence that goes out into the rest of the world and obviously one of the major ones being interracial couples and I'm totally for it I love a I love a mix you know I love a mix I literally just said I like Middle Eastern men that mix that I have been seeing I don't know if y'all are seeing it but I've been seeing definitely like that Kim Kardashian mix where it's like the woman is not black but the male is black I haven't I mean obviously I have also seen like the other way where the woman was black and the man was another race but like I feel like when people think about interracial couples and interracial marriages and stuff like that it's always a black man and uh, a woman of a different race I'm not saying it's like a bad thing because it's not I think it's beautiful and I think coinciding with each other and mingling different races and different ideology and religions and stuff like that is so magical and special I just think that you know I, I I've heard a couple videos which obviously I shouldn't just think that videos are bible but I've seen a couple guys be like yeah you know I I just wouldn't date black women because they're this and they're that and they're aggressive and they're you know they don't want to do anything or you know whatever like there's always it kind of goes back to like black women are the devil or something you know what I mean like but there's this thing where like women of color are always held on this different level you know like fuck okay people are probably gonna hate me for this but you know there's a ladder of like what men deem as superiority of women so there's a snow bunny which is like blonde haired blue eyed you know beautiful woman then there is like the more exotic women that have like the colored eyes and the warm tan skin and the gorgeous hair whether it's curly or Um, super straight and super long like Rapunzel or whatever what have you then you have like your more colored women like your light-skinned women your Middle Eastern women your um, Pakistani like you know your colored women and then you have your colored colored women 
which are like black girls, Ethiopian girls. Um, that's that's the latter. And like, tell me I'm wrong because I haven't seen it any other way, at least in L.A. I feel like in other countries or other states it's maybe different but being in LA that is a ladder of status like if you are not like a blonde haired colored eyed super skinny girl and you have like a little extra meat on your bones and you have really dark skin um and you're extremely intelligent and you you don't take shit men deem you as a threat and they don't like you and they want to put you down and it sucks because I don't view the world like that. I think everybody has their own special talents and their own unique whatever. But I feel like based on looks, people don't give other people chances. And that is why I think black men don't date within the race because they know. And I feel like, too, it could also be like men don't want to date their mom, but also men totally want to date their mom. Um, that sounds really weird when I say it. I promise it's not. But like when you think of it, men will marry a version of their like somebody who like acts like their mother did to them you know what I mean like nobody's gonna go for a girl that doesn't take care of herself that talks to him like shit that treats him like shit like I mean I if I were a guy I wouldn't do that either but I wouldn't do that for a man either like I wouldn't hold on sorry guys I gotta (laughs) Oh, my legs were hurting. I was on my, uh, I'm not going to say where I was, but I was down. I'm okay. Anyways, <laughs> we're going to talk here for a second. Anyways, like, I hope that somebody tells me that I'm wrong. Because I would love to be wrong about this. Like, I really, really would. Because LA fucking sucks. Like, the LA dating scene fucking sucks. It's actually pathetic and I think that oh hi <laughs> hi and I think that having these dating apps definitely hasn't made it any easier it's just made it really easy for women to just be very free and very sexualized <sighs> it's it's a mess I don't have dating apps anymore because I mean I'm sure if you try and find me I might be there but it doesn't mean that I'm on there like I delete the app but I don't delete the profile just because just in case like I don't want to have to go back in (laughs) but yeah I it's crazy to think that like a lot it's like normalized now that you know people don't date within the race and I think that's fine I don't know I don't know where I'm going with this it's kind of difficult because I I'm totally for interracial couples and interracial marriage, but it's like you guys have to understand that there is a stigma happening. There's a stick. There's something happening with the black girls in our community, black and brown girls like they are out for us. They're out to get us. It's kind of like saying we don't want a guy with a small penis. Think, think about it. Just think about it. Okay, tell me I'm wrong, please. I want to be wrong. Anyways, (laughs) on to the next thing. So there was another topic that I recently came across and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so fucking true. So my next topic is on be, 
my next topic is on be a whore and get what you want because it's so fucking true. Be a whore, get what you want. So me and my girlfriends, we went to Vegas a couple of weeks ago. Or no, it was like a month ago. Ugh, I want to go back. No, I don't. Um, so yeah, we went to Vegas and we did not spend a dime. We got fed. We got food. We got drinks. Lots of drinks where we were on the floor rolling and like having the best time of our life. We had other things that we can't talk about on here, but... It was such a fun time. We were on a table. We were dancing. There was a lot of fights, which, like, I've never had a fight with, like, friends and, like, have had people, like, have conflict with me, which was weird. But, yeah, be a whore. Get what the fuck. Get what you want because we live in such a small world. Like, literally, I just talked about women sexualizing themselves, and here I am talking about sexualizing myself. (laughs) So I'm going to be talking now about be a whore and get what you want success in different forms. So I talked a little bit about like my whole trip to Vegas very briefly. But yeah, it's just like using your version of hotness to your advantage. You know, I'm not saying I'm fucking goddess all like gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Like look like I'm oily, like I have my imperfections, but I still have that confidence and that stride that makes me be like, oh, I'm hot. Like I, I have that confidence, which helps me a lot. So that's number one. So number one, fucking have confidence. If you don't, then that's the first thing that I would say, like, let's work on together. Let's work on it because that'll push you so much further. I feel like sometimes there are really, really hot girls like Gorgia, Gorgina, hotties, and they just don't have the confidence and that kind of makes them look a little bit more frail. And I'm not saying that I'm always confident. There's times or months even that I feel like I'm not super confident. And I can even give you an instance. Like last week I was super frail. I was super fragile. And also like I felt like some of my friends were kind of I'm not trying to bash on my friends, but like it it is something that I'm noticing and I need to kind of stand up more for myself. I have been noticing that, you know, sometimes my friends they do kind of I don't want to say attack, but they do kind of react poorly to my character and they say bad things about my character which aren't true they might be true for the moment but they're not like they're not who I am entirely girls real oily but anyways yeah be a whore get what you want you know it's very easy it's very simple I feel like women have the biggest advantage of getting what they want by being hot and being fearless and I feel like we could all take notes from each other and get little secrets from one another. Like, it's so easy to get a drink at a bar, get free alcohol. It's so easy to get dinner. I'm not saying that we want to take advantage of men because they can see it from a mile away. They know what they know what they're doing. They're not dumb. But I'm just saying, like, use your confidence, use your sexiness or whatever your skill, your hotness skill is. Um, to your advantage. Um, I saw an article on Summer Ray. I'm sure you guys know Summer Ray. But like, let's be real. Be fucking for real. Like, who, who, I mean, I just recently found out who she was. I'm sure you guys know who she is. If you don't, look her up, Google her. But like, I didn't know who she was until kind of recently, high key. So I still kind of don't. <laughs> but she, she started as, you know, like a me, you know, like a nobody. And, or like a, She was in the party scene, you know, knew a couple people here and there, whatever. 
became like a, an influencer, started dating some different artists, kind of climbed that ladder, you know, be a hoe. I'm, I'm not trying to bash anybody, but like I would do the same fucking thing. Like, let's be real. And she climbed that ladder. Now she has like a million dollar company. Like girl is eating and she's hot and she's hot and her butt is perfection and like she is just chef's kiss like she did it right she monetized that shit and she did it right she did it correctly and now she's set for generational wealth or whatever um but that's what i'm saying like use your hotness to your advantage we all have our own like little kink quirk not kink but we all have our own little quirk that makes us hot whether it's your confidence whether it's the way you dress yourself whether it's the way you do your hair or your makeup or the way you talk if you have like a nice accent or whatever it may be there's somebody out there that kind of like also connects with that and they'll take you to the next level or they'll take you to the next little ladder to get you to the next little ladder but also careful because you don't want men or women whoever you're you know interested in take advantage of you so that's kind of whoa that's kind of what we've been what I've been thinking lately is just those two things I was even talking to my mom about it today we went to Olive Atelier and I was like mom literally I want to record a podcast on being a whore and she's like Jasmine what like what are you what are you talking about you're not a whore and I was like no I know I'm not a whore <laughs> I got so close when I did that no I know I'm not a whore but like I want to talk about being a whore and using that to your advantage I'm not saying open your legs and like get with whatever guy I'm not I'm actually completely not I'm saying use your confidence use your sexiness use the cutest clothes that you buy to go out on the town and get those free drinks to your advantage find that guy who's the investment banker and give you that little bit of advice that'll take you to the next level like use your brain like let's be smart ladies like come on let's Let's use our brains. But yes, I I feel like I, I'm a little bit hypocritical because I have not been out on the town doing what the other girls are doing, but I definitely want to. I think it's fun. It's summer. Like, let's have fun. I'm not saying let's get crazy, but like, let's be in our little Delulu phase. Like, let's have a Delulu summer. Like, summer's not over. It's only August, honey. But whatever <laughs> anyways so now we're gonna get into my favorite segment obviously because it's my podcast we're gonna talk about what we're over this week so jazzy <laughs> what are we over <laughs> i currently i am over one of my friends and i'm gonna tell him when i see him soon when you're watching this this would have already happened but I'm tired of people flaking on me. I have this like three strikes you're out rule where it's like you flake on me once. Honestly, you're done then. <laughs> like I used to be like one, two, three, you know, I'll give you as many chances as possible. But I really had to be very strict now on how many chances I give people because obviously the more chances you give somebody, the more they're like, oh, she'll give me another chance or she'll just let me do this another time blah, 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 blah. So there was an incident where, you know, I'm supposed to be doing something with a friend and we're planning it and they keep kind of pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off, which, you know, it's fine. You get busy, whatever. But if you're making a commitment to do a certain thing by a certain date, let's make sure that, you know, we're being timely with it and let's not 
fuck shit up. Like I've even done that with some people for my podcast for season one. Like I only had like two people. One of them I have to re-record because the audio got like messed up and I didn't tell her and I feel like such a shitty friend. By the way, if you're watching this, I'm such a shitty friend because I fucking forgot to tell you. I hope that I told you by now. But yes, I there's been a bunch of people that have been flaky with my podcast and I'm extremely serious about it now that like if they flake on me once, I just cut them off. But there was one time where there was somebody who kept like pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. And I was like, what the fuck is the point? Like, I'm not here to be on your time. Like I I'm living my life. I'm not waiting around on everybody else to do this that, and the other. And I have a lot of a lot of examples of this kind of stuff happening like I was supposed to go see what is that that one movie uh, insidious I was supposed to see insidious with a group of friends and like we said oh we're gonna go see it da 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 the movie's not even in the movie theater anymore like what the fuck so now that's why I go to the movies by myself because I'm not waiting on nobody anymore I hate waiting on people I hate waiting to do something with other people because then it never happens and guess who's the one who always makes the plans for everything guess guess <laughs> it's me so yeah that is why I no longer make plans really with people it's probably a bad trait at this point now but I don't care because I feel like so many people have taken advantage of me that I've had to kind of turn into this like more bitchy side to be like no if you want to make a plan then you make the plan and let me know because I was always the one that was making the plan and I was always the one that was initiating almost everything because they didn't care enough and that's kind of what it comes down to at least for me it's like you don't care enough to make a plan but it also could be like Jasmine would always make the plan because it would be something that she would want to do so I just went with it because that's what she wanted but it's like that makes me not really know your likes dislikes know who you are um yeah and you know your girl's growing your girl's turning into an adult so I'm cutting people off like I don't fucking care anymore like I'm at a point in my life where there's certain things that people do and it's their patterns from people that I'm seeing and collectively I it makes me so angry and it makes me so sad and upset and all of these different things and disappointed so like with all of these things that I'm seeing in certain people I'm kind of figuring out what I really don't like and I really don't value in a person and I'm kind of I'm either like if the if the cons outweigh the pros I let them go respectfully but if there's just like one or two things that you know I don't like I say hey you know I don't like that you actually did this that or blah 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 and if it's not resolved or if they continue to not change or not acknowledge and you know step up or whatever then they're cut they're cut from the club because I just don't have time I'm sorry I don't have time I don't have time so my legs my legs are y'all I I, my legs are asleep I'm I'm on my knees I'm on my uh my shins currently and I'm just trying to move and be more mobile and cute I've been daily vlogging every day now obviously not on the days when I'm doing my corporate job because there's nothing happening but my corporate job but I 
I did one today. Today's Saturday when I'm filming this. I was actually supposed to film yesterday, but I'm happy I did it today because I feel so productive. I woke up at six. Normally on Saturdays, I do like to wake up a little bit later, like eight, nine o'clock. But I I wanted to go charge my car, so I went and I did that. I walked two miles in the morning. I'm trying to get my steps in because trying to get that cardiovascular health up, honey. Um, then I got myself a nice little coffee, an upside down latte, I think it's called. It's really good. Um, with some soy milk in it, girl. And then I met my mom. We went to Olive Atelier. I got a couple things. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you would have already seen it. But if not, I'll have the YouTube video of the vlog for the whole week down in the show notes. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can just click this little window here and you can go ahead and see that too. But it was so fun. I love hanging out with my mom. Honestly, my mom has become my best friend. I'm like obsessed with her. I'm sure I annoy her so much more than she annoys me, but like she is more my best friend than my mom. Like I tell her literally everything, all the breakups, all the dates that I went on, all the hookups, everything. I tell my mom everything. I don't care. I don't care. I just have that amazing relationship with her that I will cherish forever. And I'm just forever grateful for her and my dad too. But like I'm forever grateful for both of them because um, they're just they're literally my best friends so and my dog obviously my dog so yeah um what else that's kind of it I think we're gonna give it a close here because I think we're gonna end it on a good note um yeah so if you guys love this please 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 I would love it if you guys could share um share your thoughts share it with a friend send it to somebody that you hate send it to someone that you love whatever I love it (sighs) Yeah, um, I'm gonna get off of my knees now because my legs are actually, my legs are actually very numb currently and I actually don't know how I'm gonna get up. I'm gonna make a homemade barbecue flatbread right now. It's gonna be fire. I love you guys. I'll see you guys in next week's video. Bisu, bisu. Bye. Okay, I'm going to try and get out of this. Hang on.